is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolved Studios in LA, Santa Barbara, AM 1290, KZSB, and FM 96.9, Santa Barbara, or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood on Fleetwood's On Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show, America Ninja Warrior Season 15. You've probably seen it. I hope you have. It's on Mondays, 8, 7 Central. If you haven't, let me tell you a little bit about the show. Elite athletes from around the country compete on the world's most difficult obstacle courses. American Ninja Warrior returned a few weeks back with some of the most elite athletes in the country, if not the world. And they're competing on the world's most difficult obstacle courses. Hosts Matt Eisman, Akbar, Baja Biamila, and Zuri Hall are back to call the early round action. The new season will mark the return for the second year in a row of the lowered age requirement, which opens the door to a new era of competitors as young as 15 years old. Each season, the optical courses continue to evolve, and they become even more challenging for competitors of all ages, while the sport itself simultaneously grows rapidly across the country with kids and adults embracing it in record numbers. This part of the show I really love. I love what's happening out there. And a top prize of $1 million will go to the winner who can conquer all four stages at the national finals in Las Vegas. But to get there, competitors will need to make it through the qualifying rounds and semifinals. My special guest today is the godfather of America Ninja Warrior, David Campbell. David, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. And if you can hear that, radio listeners, David is actually working out right now, I think. He's on the course at home. No, no, I'm taking a rest day. Oh, you are. It just sounds just like sit, you're. I'm just sitting on my porch here. Hey, well, hey, it's that's a nice, nice thing to be doing today. Good for you. I, I bet you don't take much time off, do you? Um. Well, as I'm getting older, I'm having to take a little bit more rest time. I don't. I don't heal as quick as these 15 year olds I'm competing against now. <laughs> well, I just started I wanna... uh, last week. <laughs> the 15 year olds. Well, I, I actually want to dig into that a little bit with you. Uh, here's something though. It, I mean, but take. Uh, I mean, uh, you can't take anything away. Your age. You're a young man, so obviously. But your your athletic abilities and what you've done that you're just dominating an American Ninja Warrior and every season, right? And even before that, you've been on American Ninja Warrior since you started here in the U.S. Yeah, I did a season of uh, uh, Sasuke, a.k.a. Ninja Warrior, in Japan uh, before American Ninja Warrior started. So, uh, you know, as soon as American Ninja Warrior started, I was kind of the shoe-in and 
I was a, I was a top competitor for, you know, the first four years or so. Um, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, as soon as I saw, um, it was 2006, actually, uh, my house had just burned down and, uh, I was staying at my brother's house that had cable and just flipping through the, the channel guide and saw something called Ninja Warrior. And I always went into ninja stuff when I was a kid. I did, I actually did ninjutsu in high school. And, uh, so I clicked that on and saw this obstacle course that seemed like exactly what I had been unknowingly preparing for my whole life, just climbing buildings and trees. Like when I was in high school, I had a running uh, bet with my friends that they could point to a building and buy me a hamburger. And uh, if I could get to the top of the building, you know, they had to pay up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll climb building for hamburger. <laughs> That's great. So, then, which is ironic because most of my ninja career, I was actually vegetarian for about about twenty years, from uh, twenty like twenty years old to about forty forty four. I was totally vegetarian. Now I eat a little bit of meat. Less less religious about it. So, when were you at? At what age were you trading stunts, climbing buildings for hamburgers? And then when did? When did that go away? Uh, that was when I was about 17. Okay. And, uh, and they're not connected. I thought climbing problems whenever I was in a downtown area of the city. You had and, you, you uh, broke up when a little bit. I actually bit. started. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that, so when I was climbing buildings, uh, that was when I was 17. I'd gotten really into rock climbing. And um, whenever I was in a downtown area of a city, I just see climbing problems everywhere. And, you know, if a pipe going up the side of a building was as good to me as a ladder. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty cool. You're like a, a real Spider-Man, like a. Yeah. Spider-Man was my favorite superhero growing up. <laughs> I actually have a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> why didn't you choose? I mean, I see why you're the Godfather, but uh, maybe you're AKA Spider-Man, AKA David Campbell. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to be Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd switch Godfather out for Spider-Man. Does somebody else have have that already? That handle? Oh, uh, you know, I, I think everybody that does Ninja Warrior secretly, secretly wants to be Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I can think of like three people off the top of my head that do Ninja Warrior and own Spider-Man costumes. <laughs> it's kind of a joke. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but so, funny. Keep, so you're, but you're the real Spider-Man, just like you're the real Godfather. So I'm, David, I'm, I, I I was like, uh, I was digging around quite a bit online, looking up, you know, looking for stuff about you and seeing if I could get to know you a little bit better before I met you here, uh, quote unquote, in person. I was, I made this note though, every bio line starts pretty much like this. David Campbell, godfather of American Ninja Warrior, age 45. Th that's all, that's yeah, all. yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Make a make a big deal these these days about about my age. I'm yeah, actually, I just turned forty six uh, a couple weeks ago. Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, that's my question. In a way, is that does it bother you? Or uh, in a way, I, I guess you could be proud of that. Like, yeah, I am the Godfather. I've been on every season. I've been even in season in Japan. Uh, I'm forty. You know, I'm forty five. Yeah, what? You know. They're 15. Yeah, when, Everybody's out there 15 right now and up. When I was 
when I was 36 and they started talking about how uh, my age was a factor, I kind of took a little bit of issue with that. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like I was still just as spry as I'd ever been. I hadn't lost a step at all. Um, now that I am legitimately older than almost everybody doing it, um, and I honestly, I have, uh, I mean, I, I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't feel, I, I mean, I, I still... I'm still one of the top people, but I can feel my age now. There's, there's, uh, you know, especially with the younger kids coming in now that have been training since they're seven years old, which, I mean, they have almost as much experience as me in a way. And uh, because, you know, they, they started, I basically like, I inspired them when they were little kids to yeah. start training in gyms. And then, and then they've just been growing up to be, you know, near adults uh, like their bodies have grown as they've done the sport. So they're, they're kind of like literally built for it. Um, so that being the case, uh, I think there's more of a legitimate story to be told there with, you know, me being 46 and, and then being 16 or so, you know, so it doesn't bother you at this point. No, no, I've, I've, I've embraced it. I've embraced it. Yeah. And I, I now do like hashtag, fit over 40 kind of thing in my Instagram posts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I, that's what I was thinking about. I thought, well, I actually, I want David to rewrite that for me. Like David Campbell, Godfather of American Ninja Warrior. What would come next? If you wrote the lines, uh, two time last ninja standing. Um, uh, I'd mentioned that I got, uh, total victory in uh, the Vietnamese Ninja Warrior. Um, and uh, you're a champ. Probably most successful uh, competitor in the history of American Ninja Warrior. Arguably, but definitely, yeah. you know, definitely top two or three. It was interesting what you just said a moment about the the uh, the kids started watching American Ninja Warrior. You've been on every season. They basically grew up, and the sport has just exploded everywhere. I mean, there are gyms, there are uh, physical training programs and diets and all this thing around this type of work. You know, the workouts and the and the exercise. And I just think it's great. It feels like every the ninja life, the ninja personality, or the the type of person, and the beliefs, you know, just the philosophies on life, and everybody's giving back in some way as a ninja. Um, there, there's just so many great things about it that I that I love. But these kids watched you. You're the Godfather. You are the, you know, arguably the you know the one of the best ninja american ninja warriors and ninja warriors and athletes to ever play or run the course uh their bodies you said they've grown up they've shaped their muscles and and how they they train uh first from watching you but then actually going out and doing that and now they're they're they they made it to the show um do you think you you know you had you had a lot of training jujitsu, uh, martial arts, climbing? In a way, were you were you doing the same thing with your body to train? Even though at that point 
there was nobody to watch until you actually started competing, watched it, saw it, and went out and competed. It, you know, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Is there? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess a little bit in a, in a much less structured way. Uh -huh. um, my 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 general uh, upbringing was was not not exactly traditionally athletic, but I was just always climbing trees up on the rooftop at four years old. Um, and, uh, yeah, doing rock climbing, but it's, it's a little bit different. Like there's, and I think that's why one of the main reasons I was so successful early on, um, uh, you know, even before, even before I had built my own training course and everything like that, I, I just, I took to the, the sport very naturally. Um, it, it's definitely uh, another level when, when like kids grow up, like, you know, start at seven years old, like on literal op obstacle replicas training, like exactly for the sport, trying to get, you know, shave off seconds off their obstacle horse times and stuff like that. Um, they, uh, they're, they're pretty amazing. It's, uh, and, and it, it's funny cause I, I, I think that I inspired a lot of them and, and now seeing what they're capable of, it's kind of inspired me to train harder to try to catch back up to them. Wow. That's cool. That's a cool thought. I like that. Uh, so uh, what, what it must just be thrilling for them to meet you. Uh, did you have a hero like that? When you first saw at your brother's house, staying over there on cable, um, did you have a hero? Did you did you ever get to meet your hero? And it just must be. What's it like when these kids come up to you and? Uh, yeah, I, I saw, well. Um, well, yeah, because I was watching the show for a while before I got on, and uh, my favorite competitor was uh, Makoto Nagano, and um, yeah, I've met him uh, quite a few times, and he's a, I mean. He doesn't speak English, and I don't speak Japanese, so, <laughs> so communication is always a uh, um, a little bit uh, difficult. But um, yeah, he's a really guy, nice guy and super humble. And um, I was yeah, I was pretty starstruck when I met him and uh, a lot of the other Japanese competitors. Do you remember that when you meet these kids, or is it ever a is it ever you know a hassle? Not a hassle, but uh, is it hard to? meet so many people that have that have followed you for so long or do you enjoy it um it's kind of the the position i'm in is a, a little a little weird because like in certain contexts i'm a big star but in day-to-day -day life people don't recognize me i mean once in a while what i get a lot is people look at me and they'll go like i have we met before i feel like you, you look really familiar and uh you know most of the time i just kind of chuckle and say i don't know <laughs> but um you're not gonna open that yeah, door I, I kind of i kind of forget sometimes i'll go to these ninja events and be around these kids and like uh you know they'll kind of be staring at me a little bit and i'll like you know without thinking i'll just like why are these people staring at me <laughs> and you know and then so, you know one of them will go into like oh hey it's great to meet you you know like you really inspired me to do this and they'll they'll start talking about like uh you know like competitions i did 10 years ago and stuff like that and um and your stats yeah yeah and it's it's, it's funny uh i don't know it's just it's it's always unexpected because because i i feel like I, I feel like they've grown up 
in an, in an era where I'm not necessarily like the main focus of the show. And, um, you know, and they're kind of like doing their own, their own thing in their gyms and stuff like that. And, um, I don't know. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's all, you know, it's always heartening to, to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. What do they tell you, David, about yourself that ins- that inspired them to go out and do the same thing and to get to try to get there? Do they tell you a certain a particular thing that you've done that inspired them aside from your great record? And God well, I think I think with I mean I think just seeing the show makes people want to do it. Um, I think what the inspiration that uh, I hear. Um, other people have gotten from me is more training methods because um, I was the first person to really train like, like, you know, back in like 2009, 2008, 2000, you know, late 2000s. Um, it was, it was a TV show mm-hmm. and there weren't, there weren't any gyms or, or serious courses that people could go and train for this. And so, you know, people would just do like, uh, you know, CrossFit or, or parkour or something like that. And then just kind of come into the sport. And I was the first person to really completely direct my training for Ninja Warrior and treat it as a sport and not just like a, a variety show kind of gimmick kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, I ended up building a whole course and, uh, and just, you know, having it, be my main thing and then and then after that um like i just completely dominated the sport for at least two years before everybody started catching up a little bit <laughs> and uh, and so i th- i think that kind of thing really in- inspired people that it, you know and and let them see it as a sport and not just a tv show what do you want to leave the sport what do you you know as your legacy what are you hoping as the message um ninjas you know i don't know if i've thought of anything all that grand um you know i just i just hope that i have a positive influence on people and uh you know inspire them to be more healthy and more athletic um and uh and be competitive in a uh constructive way which is you know what i try to do i, I try to not um one thing i, I was uh, also the first person to train other people for ninja warrior and um at the time i got a little bit of pushback from certain people you know kind of questioning why i was doing that because like i'm i'm trying to be the top person and win the you know the million dollars or whatever but i'm training these other people to do the same thing that i'm trying to do and my thinking was always that i didn't want to come from from a place of fear and that and i felt like uh training my fellow competitors um actually helped me because i could just like seeing flaws in their technique would i could then reflect that on myself and it's like oh that's you know like just watching somebody else do something and really analyzing the technique would help me analyze my own technique and get you know like a little bit closer to perfection um which you can never never really achieve um but you enjoy but, uh, trying to you enjoy that that uh practice that discipline yes yeah I, I still i still have a you know a, a, a training group going at my at my course you know once a week or so 
and uh, 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 I'm always I'm always bringing on not not always bring on but I'm often bringing on uh, new people and uh, seeing how they do and you know teaching them how to get up the warped wall and salmon ladder and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> um, one of the things that's uh, I really like about this sport um, is uh, I really started on the Japanese show and, and it's fortunately um, carried over to the American show, even though, even though there's been more focus uh, put lately on direct competitor versus competitor competition. And it's kind of become more, uh, you know, it's like a zero sum game a little bit mm-hmm. in our sport, but, but even so we've kept this kind of ethos um, of everybody versus the course, which I really liked about the, the Japanese show originally. And uh, rather than because, each other. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it, uh, some sports are like that. I mean, a golf I even is, is like that in a way. Um, I mean, you're always trying to do the best, but it's really like, can you, you know, there's a course, can you get through it? Um, you know, and like if, if two people complete the course, uh, in the allotted time, they're both considered total victory. Um, and that's, that's one thing that I've always liked about it. You know, you can, and, and often there's no win more, more often than not, nobody wins. Um, that's why I say like I was last ninja standing twice in American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> um, like I didn't, I didn't get total victory. I was just, I just did better than everybody else. But, uh, you know, then another year, season seven, there was, uh, two, two winners, two, two people completed the course, you know, and they're, they both considered total victory or, or, you know, achieving like Ninja Warrior status or whatever. How many season of the seasons? That's a good, I don't know this answer at all. Um, how many have actually completed and won? Uh, they've only paid out the grand prize twice. Well, mm-hmm. let me take a real quick break here. My special guest today is one of the last two remaining OGs to have competed every single season on American Ninja Warrior, David Campbell, the godfather. At 46, David is literally three times older than some of the night's younger uh, athletes. But you would never, ninjas, I mean, younger athletes, but you'd never be able to tell by watching him take the course. He has 24 buzzards in his American Ninja Warrior career, and buzzards are good if you don't watch the show. And only Joe <laughs> Moravoski has more. He has 28. You can follow David at Ninja Godfather on Instagram. My guest today, Ninja Warrior. And also YouTube. And YouTube. Same, same handle. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ninja Ninja Godfather, American Ninja Warrior, two times last man standing, the original Ninja Coach, and you can follow him on Instagram hashtag training and at hashtag health tips at Ninja Godfather. He is the Godfather, and we will be right back. You can watch American Ninja Warrior season fifteen Mondays eight seven Central. No, 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 oh, 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 oh
Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Visit Silo 118 Art Gallery in the Funk Zone to see Colleen M. Kelly's powerful installation, The Dichotomy of Laundry. And if you're curious about what that actually means, stop by the gallery this Saturday at 4 p.m. to hear Colleen talk about her work. 118 Gray Avenue, open Thursday through Saturday, noon to 5 p.m. or by appointment. Silo118.com Hey everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We're talking with David Campbell. He is the godfather, as he's called, in the ninja world. He has been uh, on every single American Ninja Warrior season. He has 24 buzzers in his American Ninja Warrior career. Um, He's at Ninja Godfather on Instagram and YouTube. He's my special guest. Welcome back, David. Hi. Thanks we got a couple. Yeah, you're up in, in Santa Cruz Mountains right now, right? I've, uh, yeah. At your home. And I, there's a couple congratulations I wanted to give you. One, you got engaged, is what I read, to your fiance yes. Claire. Congratulations. Yeah. What does and Claire think of this career? She must be pretty into it now at this point, I'd imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I was... Uh, um, we started dating season four. So I'd, I'd already been doing it for a few years, and um, and she was she was actually uh, aware of me before we started dating, um, and so From the show, or um, she actually worked at a restaurant 
that uh, my sister and my brother-in-law owned. And and so, you know, they, they'd always play the show uh, in, in, in the restaurant. So I guess she was aware of me that way. <laughs> um, so, so it's, you know, it's kind of, uh, I, I'm actually saved in her phone as Ninja <laughs> still to this day. She was a Ninja groupie. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, yeah, she, she's been very supportive of me, of me, uh, you know, com- continuing to compete and kind of, uh, live a little bit of a Peter Pan lifestyle yeah. for, for the last 10 years that we've been dating. Well, you've, uh, you, you also bought a, your first house, I think is your first house, a big house that there's the Santa Cruz mountains. Um, sounds beautiful on an acre of land with a river running through the property and you're expecting your first child. Congratulations. All these things sound so, uh, exciting. What a, you must yeah, be yeah. enjoying a lot of big right changes. Now. A lot of big changes this year. Uh, yeah, up till now, doing Ninja Warrior, I've kind of felt a little bit like uh, a college student. <laughs> Just with no real responsibilities. So it'll be an interesting transition um, as I continue to train for the show with uh, you know a, a child and everything. Because uh, I'm I'm going to be the, the main. Uh, I'm kind of going to be somewhat of a stay at home dad. Um, for the first few years, at least. Um, so, I don't know, maybe I'll just strap him to my chest and use him as a, a weight vest. <laughs> <laughs> Your new American Ninja baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if the show's still going another 15 years, uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll be the, the new breakout competitor. <laughs> you got to pass the torch. I'd love to see that. That's that's very cool. You That would be hopefully another first. Uh, the first Godfather ninja warrior who brought on his his baby his baby grew up <laughs> and i like it i, I can see the headlines there it's a great pr for american ninja warrior uh what did you think about when the age went to 15 were you i mean can you can you say what you really felt or, or was it were you happy for that that, um, that what was, uh, what I was mean, the original age that when you went in what was it then was it 17? Uh, uh it was 21 actually 21. because oh, wow. yeah because they send us to Japan and they didn't want to have any kind of uh, liability, uh, you know, if anybody was drinking or something like that. And, yeah. uh, and uh, just, you, just all, you know, mainly for liability reasons, I'm sure it was, they just didn't want to have anybody that wasn't fully an adult uh, to be responsible for. And yeah, now that there's that, like actual minors on the show, um, there's, they've had to change around things a lot like we they don't they can't film as late as they used to um or at least not with the minors on the set which which they often which they usually have to be on the set because they're some of the top competitors now <laughs> mm-hmm. um so yeah it's, it's definitely complicated things it was like a um, yeah yeah kind of uh just just labor laws basically and you know and they have to they they can't be out school so we have like um homeschool rooms and, and tutors and stuff like that in, in on the show um and uh i mean i'm not gonna be you know to answer your question uh uh i i thought i i wasn't i didn't think it was that fair when they brought them on um kind of like in you know like in the olympics um you know there's there's age limits and there's distinct advantages like there's reasons you can't have 
like like China was trying to cheat uh, several years ago, and they were bringing like twelve and thirteen year olds uh, into the gymnastics events. And there's a reason why they have a distinct advantage. Just you know, kind of strength weight ratio things. Their bodies are capable of certain things, but. You know, at the same time, if I was 15, I'd <laughs> I'd want to go on the show. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I'm not going to begrudge. What do you think about it now? Are anybody. You-, you know, it's like, I mean, it's this this is the reality of the show now. And so I'm I've made my peace with it. And uh, I think it's, you know, it's just it's just more of a challenge. Um, well, like you and- said in the beginning, you really it, it pushed you to now you're inspired by them to like as competitors yeah yeah, right? yeah ex- so. exactly yeah i i've uh um i've yeah it's really pu- pushed me to focus on uh on speed a lot more than i have been in the last few years because the show had gone more towards endurance courses and uh these kids honestly these kids turn even an endurance course into a speed course so um yeah, I've been pushing really hard lately, and I've I've seen um, I've seen some really big improvements in my own performances, like on my course. Um, and, and and yeah, so it's that's it, it's what they say. Uh, as the quote goes, you know, the the level of competition will rise to like whoever the top competitor is. You know, like you know, some somebody will, will come as as a breakout, and then everybody will we'll see that as, as a new possibility and that will become a reality in everybody's minds. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden everybody's at that extremely high level. Well, David, I was thinking, I mean, you just said yourself, I've beat, I've, I've gotten better than I thought I could be or had pushed myself to these levels because of these kids that are coming up behind you, um, nipping at your heels. And do you ever think like, Maybe I wouldn't have hit that, broken that extra record or that extra level or done what I just did if I didn't have that. So in a way, it's kind of like life, right? Like the bad uh-huh. things that knock you down or that challenge you actually ultimately end you end up making you stronger and, and better. Yeah, I mean, just almost every year there's been some competitor that comes out that it just amazes me with what they're physically able to do. And it always inspires me just to work harder and, and keep progressing. And it, it's it's pretty amazing. Like at 46, just because of consistently trying to progress, like I'm in a lot of ways, I'm uh, I can do things that I couldn't do. Uh, 10 or 15 years ago, you know, when, when I was starting out in my career, like, yeah. I mean, if I, if I could, if I could go back to a course 10 years ago, I, I honestly could probably beat my own performance uh, now, you know, that just it being 46 versus 36, which That's I, which I didn't think would, would be the case 10 years ago. That's interesting. Is that, could that be a, uh, that almost feels like it could be a second, you know how Taylor Swift re-recording her recordings? <laughs> Maybe it would be like in sports going back and and beating your old courses. I wonder that'd be kind of I'd be interested in that show. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What if if, uh, if anybody invents a time machine? Give me a call. <laughs> uh, who are you watching right now? Who are you impressed by? Can you say some of the new ninjas that you're talking about? Um, you're referring to? That really yeah push you. yeah there's a there's a few there's a few uh um there's three actually that come to mind three kids uh, i think they're still all under 18 
Um, let's see. There's uh, there's Caden Leb- Lebsack, who was Been on um, the show. Yeah, yeah. He's he was the last ninja standing actually the last two years in a row. Um, I've I've competed against him or and with him at uh, other other like uh, ninja type competitions outside of the show, and he always impresses me. Um, he's one of those kids that's been doing it since he was seven years old. Um, actually all, all three of these kids I'm thinking of, I think started about when they're about seven years old. Um, there's, uh, what is Kai, Kai Beckstrand. Um, he, uh, is a little bit less known than Caden. Um, and, uh, he is, um, he he was uh he did really well on American Ninja Warrior Junior and he's now on our show and he's been doing some amazing things and um oh shoot I, I'm so horrible with names I'm I feel really bad I'm uh I'm, I'm struggling right now to think of uh oh my why, gosh why don't we do this why don't I take a quick break give you a second and uh, okay. <laughs> To, to recall, I'm doing that all the time these days. I can't remember anybody's name. <laughs> you're, David, just, right? you're David, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many new people coming into the show. It, yeah, it, and I'm just I'm just focused on you know trying to train, and and then I ask somebody ask me somebody's name. It's it's hard. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I'm there with, with you, David. American Ninja Warrior season four fifteen. Excuse me. Mondays eight seven central. My special guest today is one of the last two remaining OGs to have competed every single season. David Campbell, he's the godfather. We'll be right back at Ninja Godfather, by the way, if you want to follow him. Try keeping up, though. We'll be right back. (laughs) Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey, this is American Ninja Warrior Champion David Campbell. You can follow me on YouTube and Instagram at Ninja Godfather, and you are listening to the Jeremiah Show. back with the jeremiah show Thank you. 
teardrops falling from my eyes when I kiss you I'm in paradise, I touched your hand, you were so close to me Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We're talking with the godfather of American Ninja Warrior. He's been in all seasons. He is David Campbell. You can follow him on Instagram, YouTube, at Ninja Godfather. He, uh, he I wanted to ask you, David, welcome back. Um, you have you give out training and health tips, and I was interested in this. How do you, how, how so, and you know what are you what's your initiative there what do you what do you hope to accomplish you want to just help people get healthy or um tell me a little bit about that side of, of your life yeah uh, i mean it's just uh, health has always been something i was interested in um my mom was a big uh health nut we always you know shop at the health food store and um i uh, when i started training i got a lot more into uh, you know like the, the 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 mental you know when i say mental i mean uh, just like the theory of of, of health and uh, you know kind of researching the most efficient way to train um and it's uh it's something that i have uh, just taken to and it's uh i feel inspired to um help others i, I always enjoy just being of service to my fellow man and so it's uh um well i imagine with what you do a lot of it's mental you know you've got to have the right mental wellness the right mental attitude right it's it's your body it's physical obviously but it would feel to me like some of those obstacle courses and some of the things that you do you really got to psych yourself out like if you psyched yourself out the wrong way or if you weren't healthy mentally or the right mindset yeah no that um, that is one of the most overlooked things about this sport, uh, even more so than other sports, because, um, yeah, one thing that uh, doesn't necessarily come across very well on TV is that we don't get to practice any of these obstacles um, and we only have one chance. And, you know, if something goes wrong, you know, even if the course is kind of not up to snuff, maybe, and something goes wrong, it's it's kind of on us to to make it happen. And uh, so, there's an incredible amount of pressure because we've trained all year, and we could get up there on the first obstacle, and you know, your foot could just slip off the first platform of the first obstacle, and your toe goes in the water, and then your whole season is done. Um, so. It is. It can be incredibly debilitating. Just that amount of pressure and getting up there in front of everybody, and your nerves can just destroy you. I see it happen all the time, um, and uh, so just having control of your mental facilities is uh, one of the hardest things about this sport, um, and being able to actually perform in the moment um uh is you know is something that you it, it's very hard to train for you know you can you can practice over and over for all these physical things but um nothing can prepare you for getting up there and doing it um and if you get that one second pause or like i'm not gonna be able to do this or this is scary it's, you're probably gone right you probably lose it yeah if you if yeah if you don't believe you're going to finish the course you're not going to um 
No, like I don't think anybody's ever finished the course and, and been surprised. <laughs> like, wow, I didn't think I could do that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's always like, oh, yeah, of course I was going to finish that. Um, and, and yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, everybody that's, that's in the top tier uh, always thinks that they're the greatest competitor because you kind of have to, you kind of have to have unrealistically mm-hmm. uh, high expectations for yourself. You got to believe it. Yeah. To be able to perform at all. Um, well, we're, we're running out of time, but something that I wanted to talk about earlier, we didn't get a chance to David, just kind of reading up about you and how you grew up. And I, I've, I actually felt ex- maybe drew a few similarities to my life. We grew up in outdoors a lot and um, not a lot of friends around. Uh, I don't know if that's you, but that was me. And um, I drew a lot. I, I wanted to be a cartoonist and I drew and I, you know, and made forts and I would be out in the woods and I was alone a lot. And um, where actually we sounds very much like my upbringing. I, I'm, I'm also an artist. I like to draw comic book art. Oh yeah. You're so you're still, you're still doing the superheroes and, and the artwork and the cartoons. Uh, that's cool. Spider-Man a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I love, uh, I love um, any kind of art and music. Uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time alone growing up, but uh, well, that made me sound, think. It sounded like you were going somewhere with your question, though. Well, it, 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 it made me think about your the. Look, you've dedicated your life, really, really. You've dedicated your life to this sport and this, yeah, an American Ninja Warrior, right? And and sport, different different types of practices and disciplines. And that's, I think, where we've differed a little bit. I'm not as athletic at all. I'll, I watch it on the couch, and I watch you do it on the couch, but. Uh, I thought that's a whole nother, you know, are you a kind of an, would you consider yourself an introspective thinker and a, uh, you know, and, and does that help you as an, as an athlete, as the godfather an American Ninja Warrior, does that help you the being alone when you were younger, um, you know, relying on your senses and outdoors and, and you're, you're, yeah, you're, you really have researched my, uh, <laughs> my, my bios before this, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to get to yeah, know you. Um, yeah, for yeah, definitely. It's, especially for I mean, not only as an athlete myself, but also coaching other people, uh, having that introspective nature. Um, uh, I've always been able to be very honest with myself. Um, you know, if I was doing something that that wasn't working, if I was doing the wrong thing, um, you know, I've never been afraid to you know, kind of call myself out. I'm my own, my own BS and, and change. And, um, and, uh, but, and by that, by that same token, I'm never afraid to call my fellow competitors out and tell them that they're doing something wrong and how they can do it better. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very honest with the people I train with. And um, when they actually, uh when they actually listen to my advice, which they usually do, they improve a lot. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's something, yeah, it's something I've just been very good at naturally. And so whenever, you know, whenever something just comes very easily to you, you want to, there's just, you know, it's, it's rewarding. And, and, um, and, uh, that's a, yeah, most of my friends these days are just my training partners. So it's, that's good, uh, good motivation to keep at it, I guess. So, uh, I got a question. Will you be back next year? Don't answer that. We're going to take our last break. I want to get it on the other side. And then uh, I'm sorry, radio listeners, but 
David's going to do, uh, what are you going to do exactly? <laughs> what you oh, call? I was going to say, I, can, uh, I got a rope climb set up here in my backyard. And so I can demonstrate it. that for your, uh, for your, your YouTube viewers. Yeah. So I'm sorry, radio listeners, you got to go to YouTube and check that out at the Jeremiah show. And um, we'll be right back. And we're going to get the answer to that question. When will David Sop be in the Godfather? When will he pass the torch? Will he be back next year? We'll be right back with David Campbell, the Godfather of American Ninja Warrior. Stay with us. Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Visit Silo 118 Art Gallery in the Funk Zone to see Colleen M. Kelly's powerful installation, The Dichotomy of Laundry. And if you're curious about what that actually means, stop by the gallery this Saturday at 4 p.m. to hear Colleen talk about her work. 118 Gray Avenue, open Thursday through Saturday, noon to 5 p.m., or by appointment, silo118.com. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. the jeremiah show i'm with the godfather of american ninja warrior david campbell david campbell is at his house they're outdoors which i always love when i get a when i get to do meet somebody over uh, zoom and it, it has to be zoom and then i see them outdoors i kind of feel like i'm with them uh, david campbell welcome back it's been such a great out getting to know you just a little bit and um i'm gonna uh, can you answer the question when will you be back or 
Yeah, I will absolutely be back next year, season 16. Um, And, uh, you know, and if there's a season 17, I'll be back then, too. It's hard to to say how how long I can I can keep it up. But, um, you know, I I'm I'm still able to qualify for for the Las Vegas finals almost every year. So um, I haven't lost much of a step. So, I'm you know, I'm still enjoying it. I'm going to still keep at it. And I'm inspiration. my goal is still to get total victory. Um, I mean, you know, I'm still training hard. And I, I remembered uh, uh, the, the third competitor I was trying to uh, think of. I just couldn't, couldn't picture his, uh, think of his name. Uh, Vance Walker. Um, he's incredibly strong and skilled. And he was, uh, when he was a young child, he had cerebral palsy, um, which... Uh, was you know I mean it's it's amazing that he was able to re- not only recover from that but be like one of the top tier competitors in a sport like this. So you know it's an incredibly incredibly impressive and inspiring for you know yeah. for other people with physical disabilities like that. Well, and uh, um, so yeah, I guess you said we're. I did. We just had you know, like we got to say goodbye. Up, yeah, so. uh, thank anybody you like your wife, your newborn baby, hopefully coming on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd like to say? The word, the final word for you. Yeah, um, I'll just say you can find me at uh, at Ninja Godfather um, on Instagram and also on YouTube at Ninja Godfather David Campbell. And um, I'm currently looking for uh, sponsorships for my athletic career. You know, if you want somebody to to you know, I know this is going out across the country. So if there's a so, so, you know, somebody in PR that wants somebody to rep their athletic wear, their shoes or their, their Wheaties box or something like that. <laughs> I'm available. You're available. You're the godfather. And, uh, and I guess uh, you wanted me to do this rope climb for your YouTube guests, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say goodbye uh, to you on the radio here, but I want everybody to encourage everybody to go to the YouTube channel, follow David Campbell. And also check out what he's about to do for us here on the Jeremiah Show. Everybody have a great day. Um, Communicate, but listen more and evolve. Thanks a lot. in the KGB So uh, no funny business You already This is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. 
Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at Jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm up putting my guns in the ground. I can't shoot them anymore. That cold black cloud is coming down. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your loved homes. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.